Hello, lovely listeners. It's Joe, and I'm so happy to welcome you back to another episode of the Self-Care Unit. And on today's episode of Ask a Nurse, uh, as always, I am joined by the Self-Care Unit's amazing co-hosts, Sarah and Carly, to answer some questions and speak frankly about the nursing profession and world at large. Um, So to help round out the holiday season, we're going to continue to talk about uh, how Sarah and Carly got to where they are. That's right. It's a nurse journey episode. So let's get into it. Um, first off, how are you guys doing today? Did you have a nice new year? It was pretty chill. Sean and I were in bed watching Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper till midnight. And that was the way we wanted to ring it in. Just chill, relax. Nice. That's how we want our year to be. Calm. They didn't drink this year, right? Nothing crazy. <laughs> no, didn't yeah. drink anything. <laughs> I heard that was, was the fine. change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Carly? Um, I, I worked New Year's Eve, so I deserved my little glass of wine I had when I got home, but I went to bed at, I always celebrate Midwestern because that's where I'm from time. So 9 PM is my midnight in my head. So that's mm. when I go to sleep. <laughs> I was in bed nice. at like 930. I was like, this is amazing. I just, yeah. you know, it had been a year. So I feel like we all were feeling it and we were just like, you know what? We'll see what 2023 has mm-hmm. to bring, but expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, 2023 can can do a lot of, you know, it's got a lot. I don't know. It can just, it, can it be can't nicer. be worse than last year. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it just can't. Yeah. <laughs> it really can't. <laughs> can it? I hope not. Anyway. Yeah. It's a good energy. <laughs> we'll spread it around. I literally asked Bridget. Um, who was raised in Chicago. Uh, I was raised in New Jersey. So my family does the ball drop. We watch that and all that, and we do the countdown. So I was like, oh, is that a tradition in your family? Uh, she was like, oh, well, I mean, it was it would be at 11 p.m. for us. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> There's time zone differences. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. My husband showed me the the Taco Bell taco drop in Arizona. There's what? a taco drop. It's literally a taco sponsored by Taco Bell, and it drops in Arizona. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think Tucson. So. So hard shell, soft shell. Makes me want to move there. <laughs> hard shell. Ask me okay. the questions. <laughs> With lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Check it out, y'all. It's probably on the TikTok or something. Drop. But iconic. The creativity. <laughs> When I was like eight or nine, I thought I was like an adult because I started eating hard shell tacos, taco night <laughs> instead of soft shell. I was like, all the all the all the grown ups eat hard shell, and I don't really like it. You have like a a monocle and a top hat. Yeah, You're like I'm a businessman now. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into the full nursing questions, I also thought it'd be fun to ask if you guys have any happy if you have any resolutions, or they don't have to be nurse specific, but if you have any, that's also open to the uh open to the table um i'm trying to be more hopeful Hmm. and less doom and gloom because i've reflected that in the last two years i have just been really resentful um and hopeless and i want to be more positive and i don't know that's really what i I, like i just internally i need to be better about that and less self-deprecating as well (laughs) Nice. I just need to be nicer to myself. Yeah. 
That's fine. Preacher girl. I'm also going off of that. I think I let other people kind of control my happiness. Like I will let other people's problems affect my life when it really shouldn't at all. And so I'm trying to, you know, still be there for people, but also understand that if they're going through something, it doesn't have to encompass my entire being. Uh, that's on them and their life. <laughs> you can support people without taking it home with you, I guess, which is funny because as a nurse, that's what you do every single day. But in my own personal life with my own friends and whatever they're going through, I'm just like, it's eating me up inside. Like I can't sleep because someone else is having issues. And so I'm trying to have better boundaries with that with myself and just live my life for me in a non-selfish way. Because we all just, we all talk about this. We're all people pleasers in a way. And I feel like that's what we're trying not to do this year. We're going to set boundaries 2023. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that a lot, Carly. Nice. I need that in my life. Yeah. I'm also going back to therapy because I hadn't gone for mm-hmm. a while. And in order to find the tools to do that, what I just preached about, I need some help. So yay, therapy. I'm yeah, Yay. I'm also going back to therapy this year, for sure, for a myriad of reasons, but I'm excited for that. <laughs> Joe, any resolutions? Uh, I have a few. Uh, one is to, um, so I used to do like uh, comedy kind of as like a fun thing on the side, and I'm in New York, um, and after COVID, I like stopped kind of going out and doing that. Um, and it's like, it's like a fun thing I had in my life and I haven't done it in like two years, really like sincere, like seriously. So I'm trying to go out and do some, some performing again. Um, and then I'm also trying to drink, uh, less specifically beer. Uh, (laughs) and, um, yeah, I think that's it. But, um, I guess in, conjunction with the comedy thing like Bridget and I are going to try to take advantage of some of the New York stuff that we haven't taken advantage of in the last like two years because if you're paying the rent here you should go see like shows and attend museums and stuff <laughs> otherwise why are you living here so, <laughs> we got yeah. a uh, we got a Met membership I would so be we're... on Broadway every day oh yeah I would well, Bridget you know, gets with my lame is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Bridget gets comp uh, tickets from this um, acting school she uh, was a student at. So, like, we can get free tickets to shows if we like respond quick enough. So, I'm like, why don't we do that more? We should do that more. So, yeah, yeah, you definitely need to. Yeah, you're living. What does it feel to live my dream? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, right now we have a mouse, as I said. So, you know, New York has its good and its bad. (laughs) So, uh, anywho, let's get into the the nurse-specific topics for today. Um, As with last week, we got some great suggestions from our lovely interns and everybody at the self-care unit. So they helped me a lot. Um, I think specifically this episode is supposed to be geared um, towards questions that might be coming from like nursing students and people that are interested in the career. So maybe think about that a little bit. Um, but also I, it, could, it could be addressed to the general public. Um, but so the first one is uh, what led you to your individual hospital units? Um, so for me, I thought I wanted to go into NICU. 
um, neonatal intensive care with the little preemies because my mom started there and that's where she's been for the last 15 years. But there was a hiring freeze in 2019 when I wanted to, when I graduated. So I didn't have the opportunity to even apply, which was rough. And I could have waited, but I was like, no, I want to start my nursing career now. And I enjoyed working with adults in my um, clinicals. And so I was like, you know what, let me just go for it. So I applied for anything that was open because there was a hiring freeze across the board. And so all of my um, colleagues that I graduated with were also having trouble finding a job, which was wild. Uh, especially looking back, it's like, maybe if you had hired nurses in 2019, you wouldn't have had such a problem in 2020 and 2021 and now <laughs> 2022. Hiring freezes, dumb, stupid. How can we like, anyway, <sighs> anyway, <laughs> but I started on an adult progressive care unit and it was an observation unit. And um, we had a lot of cardiac patients and a lot of stroke patients, and it was a great place to learn and really just kind of dive into nursing. And I don't regret going into that um, that unit starting out. And I also had been on that particular unit during clinicals, and I really liked the people and the team. So it worked out really well. And I ended up never going into peds or NICU, which was fine. Um, but I, I was, nah, let me not go into a tangent. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, hiring freeze took away my ability to work in a place that I thought I wanted to work. And there was a silver lining and I still enjoyed working with adults. But I just like, I like seeing my patients talking to them, seeing them like leave, be discharged, seeing good outcomes. And in some units, like in the emergency room, you you stabilize them and then you send them off to a different unit or you send them home. In the ICU, you're stabilizing them and then sending them off to an, another unit on the floor or they're going home or they're not. And so I like seeing the good outcomes through working on a progressive care unit, which is essentially a step down. And the ratios are not great. And you have really high acuity patients and you're taking care of way too many. And so they did away with step down, probably to save money. And PCU is kind of the wild west. So it's a great place to learn a lot of skills and see a lot of stuff and learn from people, but it can be a stressful environment because you have too much responsibility so no I get that that's why I it's funny because when I went to nursing school and I graduated I had no idea where I wanted to go but and you don't have to start here I know that's like (laughs) the joke in nursing but I did go to immediately into med surge uh been there ever since I did try home health and then obviously pandemic happened so that was not really a thing anymore uh and pretty much been there ever since in med search and like you were saying Sarah it's like nice because you get to talk to your patients but because the turnover is so high because we are the last resort resort that sounds really dramatic the last place they go to before they get discharged you get to see that process but then at the same time I don't feel like I always have the time to sit down with my patients and talk to them because on 
at like any given day, it's either we have people that are there for a month or so just because they have no placement to get out of there or it's just like such a fast process. So I don't know if that made sense. I'm still drinking my coffee, but, um, yeah, med search. Here we are. <laughs> we'll see what this year brings. What was the thing you tried briefly? Home health. Um, what's that? Oh, okay. So home health nursing, uh, basically you go out to people's houses and depending on what the doctor's orders are, okay. whether it's just you're reinforcing this medication, you're taking their vital signs, uh, doing a lot of wound care. And I love wound care. So that was something that was exciting for me, as weird as that sounds. But we all have our niche. I yes, love wound thank care. Thank you. Too, Everyone Tony. always thinks I'm like so weird. I'm a wound yes. care freak. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, it's like, like an abscess. Give me. <laughs> yeah. Or like my favorite is a positional ostomy where it was placed surgically in a spot that, because of the patient's anatomy, makes it really prone to leaking. So an ostomy is kind of like an opening for, like, bowels, if that makes sense, Joe. And stool comes out of the ostomy instead of the yeah. person's other area. So we I have a bag are. there to collect that. Okay, perfect. Yeah. But when they're positional, they're really hard to um, to dress and to secure the liquid that's coming out or formed stool. And if you're if you have like a really skilled wound care nurse, they can just strap it up and use different devices and um, just like there's like liquid. There's um creams that you can use there's like play-doh almost like there's all these different things and you just layer it and you kind of create new layers of skin for the patient so that there's a barrier between the skin and the ostomy and the device that you're using to protect the skin around it and so that it doesn't leak and you can use there's like belts that you can use it's so cool and so if you have one that's positional and you're able to dress it and the patient has relief for like three whole days, like you're a miracle worker. <laughs> and like, I pride myself in being able to do that. And it takes, it can take hours to fix something like that, but it's like the most rewarding part of the job. And it makes the patient feel better because they're not having, um, they, their dignity is maintained. They're not having their skin's not getting sore from the liquid being exposed onto their skin. Like, it's just really cool. And anyway, sorry, I just yeah, don't care. I think it's, it's like a puzzle, you know, <laughs> and I don't know if, if you like those strategy yeah. type things. It's like, okay, I have to use this first and then this layer and then this layer. And then you like take it off a couple of days later and you're like, oh, it's healing. Yay. Like, it's just like, it's like yeah. that reward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. <laughs> Are you guys the, the types that watch those like pimple popping videos? Yes. My husband does. Weird as it is, my husband does. And he's not in healthcare and he loves them. And okay. I absolutely can't do them. And it doesn't <laughs> oh, make sense really? because I love wound care. That's what I was But saying. I can't look at pimples. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one thing I can't do. I love that. Do. Someone's got a pimple near Sorry. me. I will ask to pop it. I'm like, let me on that thing. But yes, they are. <laughs> my boyfriend's like, I swear. Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, it's a white head. I'll just, I'll just get it. Just put me in there. He's like, you're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, very therapeutic to watch this. But there are some that are pretty aggressive on those shows. And I, we were saying like TLC needs to have like a trigger 
label or like a warning before they have these videos and they'll start blurring things but recently there's been commercials for like a foot show and all these like really heinous looking feet i'm sorry people um and i'm like you can't just like put that on the commercial like hey coming up next it's like yellow toenails and stuff you're like oh good lord people warn a sister that's that's (laughs) yeah that sounds accurate yeah (laughs) i had a roommate when i studied abroad in ireland that was in med school and she loved those popping videos and would send them to like the group chat we were like liz it's 2 p.m <laughs> what are you doing Indeed. i'm eating lunch these? liz i don't need to see that girl yeah Thank you. yeah yeah it's, it's, it's it was it was a lot yeah however i, I understand it's not everyone's so tea. i i think yeah i think you kind of both already addressed this but if there's more to say about it we also have the question of like what is your dream nursing job and what or what was what could be um so right now i'm looking for the perfect per diem in Mm. california so i need a a union hospital with break nurses and yeah that's what i'm looking for but i feel like right now i am kind of fulfilling my dream nursing Mm. job through this podcast through don't clock out and being able to host weekly peer support groups and hear from nurses and other healthcare workers across the country about how they're feeling and hopefully being able to get them feeling supported long-term. And I don't know, this work has been really fulfilling. So I think I'm, I am in my dream nursing job, even though right now it's not at the bedside and I'm probably going to be maybe monthly or twice a month at the bedside in some capacity. But I think this like hybrid nursing job that I'm using my skills in different ways has been the most fulfilling and most amazing thing. And it's only going to get better. So I'm really happy about that. So nice. I'm living my dream. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's cool too. Cause it's just reiterating the fact that there's so much you can do with nursing. So that's kind of always nice to know is like, there's, there's literally so much. So if any students or anybody's listening, you have so many options. Don't feel like you have to pigeonhole yourself. Um, I, I honestly would love to get into wound care specifically, but I'm deciding on like finding a place that will either reimburse me for the certification because the actual classes and everything is like five to seven grand, which is fine. It's like actually pretty cheap for school and whatnot. But um, I would love to do that in general and just find that little niche. Um, I think I'll be in med surge for a little bit longer though as I make my way there. But I can't really think of a dream job but i definitely would love to do something Mm -hmm. in wound care specifically whether outpatient setting or inpatient at the bedside i love that i feel like we should manifest a wound care job in the future though (laughs) or maybe a prn Mm -hmm. like just picking it up yeah because i was shadowing um our wound care team and they're wonderful women um and like some days they just need extra help. And when I wasn't actually on my bedside shift, I would help them out. And it was just so nice following them around and like, okay, I have this puzzle at this patient's room, you know, like we were just talking about. So it was really nice. And the patients you actually have time to talk to and they're excited to see you because you're there to make them feel better, like specifically at that moment. And they're like, oh, I saw you last week. You're back again. So it's nice having that continuity of care. So yay. I just want to hang out with people. Love that for you. <laughs> And your journey. 2023. Do like sports teams hire nurses for like their, or do they like work through local hospitals? Do you guys know? 
because I think that would be mine. I think there are. I think sports teams. I think sports teams do have some do have dedicated nurses, okay. and a lot of them are probably um, ten ninety nine or their their own business, so they're concierge mm-hmm. concierge nurses, and that's starting to become more popular. Where you just become your own boss, and that's pretty pretty that's darn pretty cool. cool. And I think it's going to help solve some of the burnout because it just gives people autonomy over their own um job and no pressure none of the layers of pressure that i won't even get into but yeah yeah keeping it lighthearted in 2023 (laughs) well keeping it super lighthearted did either of you see the injury last night in the football game yes yeah yeah I'm actually about to make a video talking about CPR and putting it on social media just to help educate people because the American Heart Association has this really cool like infographic flyer that just tells you what to do. And I actually six months ago had to do CPR in an airport and the bystanders Mm. that were there, there was three nurses, including me, which was insane. So we knew exactly what to do. And- a bystander actually got us the AED and mm. helped us, which was wonderful. But a lot of people had no idea what to do. And the only reason we knew what to do was because we were nurses. So I think it's yeah. important to educate folks on the importance of CPR and bystander CPR. And there yeah. should be more free classes and access to that because like people shouldn't have to pay to sign up for a course. You know what I mean? It should be free. And I don't know if it is free for the general public, but what am I, there uh... should be more of that. One of my friends in high school, she collapsed, and she was a year above me. She collapsed in the senior hallway. We had like a hallway where the seniors hung out, and uh, uh, I forget it was something heart related, obviously. Um, and this girl that was in her her uh, class knew CPR and like just started it right away. And then the school nurse obviously got there. But it was basically like if Carly hadn't, it was a, it was a Carly, by the way. There you go, Carly. <laughs> um, if she hadn't started the CPR like right away, they are not sure Molly would have been okay. And it was it was very scary. But it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, thank God, somebody knew <laughs> CPR. So yeah, and I think I'm pretty sure my school had an AED already. But if not, I think they had one in the nurse's office. But I think they started putting them in like hallways as well. Um, after that incident, yeah, um, yeah, they're they're life saving devices. It's yeah, very scary. They should be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad we talked about current events. That's good. We kind of yeah. slipped that in there. <laughs> yeah, learn <laughs> CPR, really hope, people. I'm hoping that. Yeah, I really hope that he um, is okay and makes yeah. a full recovery because that's not easy, but. I have hope because if they were able to regain a pulse and kind of get him to an ICU, that's a good sign, especially because he's young and, you know, strong. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed and sending prayers and love to his family, Demar Hamlin. Yep. And, yeah, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Very scary. I also think... It's crazy, yeah. I give kudos to the, uh, the coaches on the individual teams. Uh, apparently... I don't know if it was – I think it might have been league policy to start playing like five minutes after the, the injury. but So it might not have been like an individual decision, but there was like movement to start playing again. And apparently the coaches were just like, we're not playing. The, 
players are not going to play again. Are you crazy? So I, no, I think that was... they were all traumatized. Yeah. And I hope that they all receive some form of debriefing and mental health support after that because it's not easy to see anyone, even a stranger, have mm-hmm. to be resuscitated. But someone that you've trained with for years, and especially someone so young and have to see something like that, it is really traumatic. And even working in nursing and working in this field and seeing it day to day, it doesn't get better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't get used to something like that, no matter how much we maybe say we do. But at least personally, I don't get used to it. And I can only imagine someone who's never been prepared for that to have to see that. But it's not easy. So I'm sending love to all those fans and those players who have to witness that. The quarterback for the Bills... Um, the player is a Buffalo Bills player. Um, their quarterback is like, he's very good one, but he's also like kind of a human golden retriever puppy dog type guy. So he's seeing him. He was very shook by it. So I'm actually very encouraged by the, for the recent years. Uh, I mean, on our show, even we've had um, some kind of like guys, guys come on to talk about um, therapy and mental health. So Hopefully there will be something available for the players because um, they were they were definitely uh, traumatized, as you said. So, but anyway, hopefully, yeah. Prayers to his him and his family. I heard his mother was there, so can't even imagine watching that as a mom. Oh my god! But anywho, um, I guess uh, to wrap up. Uh, today's Ask a Nurse. And this might be a little close to our last question um, from last week, so I apologize. But if you have, if you want to expand on what you said last week, that's always allowed. Um, but what is your favorite type of patient to take care of? I guess you kind of also talked about the wound care. Wounds! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, nice people. The bar is so low. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. No, but like, I, yeah, I, we see med surgeons, you see like mostly post-op patients, some trauma patients. And honestly, as long as they are stable, I love a good trauma patient because Mm -hmm. it's just real life. Like, oh, this person just got in a car accident. Now they're coming to us. They just have like fractures and they need help. But it's like you get a, and not in a weird way, but you, you know, you do the trauma bath, you wipe them down and then you obviously do all your neuro checks, make sure they're okay. Vital signs, all that stuff. But it's kind of, you get to be there, um, I guess, emotionally and mentally, just like, hey, there's family, there's them, like, let's talk about it. How are we? You just went through this traumatic thing this morning or wherever, what time? And so I think there's a, uh, like, psychological, like what you're just talking about with the football and all that, um, just making sure they're okay, like, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally, because that's a huge thing. And I, I just, I love those patients because it kind of just reiterates, like, anything can happen at any time in your life. So just kind of be grateful for the little moments and living, (laughs) living and breathing like we are because it's crazy out there. So yeah, that kind of took a negative turn, but just (laughs) enjoy. (laughs) Um, I, I think on the theme of like wound care and things like that, I just like when a patient has like their care is really involved And so they need a lot of support and to be able to provide that and to use my nursing skills. And like, if I have to drain someone's ostomy or do dressing changes 
or hang a lot of different types of medications and put in Foley's like just involved care is nice. Um, I think that's kind of my favorite kind of patient and like being able to help someone when they're not able to really help themselves and like it feels really meaningful when you're able to do that and kind of providing a lot of teaching and teaching for caregivers and family members. I think it's nice to, I think that's my favorite kind of patient. And also like when they have a caregiver who's cared for them for years and I get to learn from the caregiver, that's really rewarding as well as like being taught new ways to do things by someone who's been caring for the patient much longer than I have outside of a hospital setting who has had to care for them for decades, right? And so they know a lot of things from experience that even if they're not licensed, they still have that expertise because they've lived with this person for a really long time and their knowledge is just, and wisdom is just expansive. And so I always feel really good after a shift where I get to not only speak to a patient and provide teaching, but also learn from their caregiver. So I think that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a fun little wrap up. I think, I think that was kind of in line with your new year's resolution there, Sarah, some, some positivity. I'm trying to be yeah. positive. Yeah. Positive. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> Everything is good. Everything we didn't fine. say toxic positivity. We just want some positivity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you yes, yes. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like the, that me with yeah. the dog and his coffee and he's just like living his life. Everything around him is on yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Everything is so, fine. Silver linings. You know, we can learn a lot from that yes. dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you both so much, as always, for answering my questions and giving some wisdom to our listeners. Um, And thank you to our listeners, as always, for joining us for this episode of Ask a Nurse as part of the self-care unit. Um, As always, uh, any suggestions or comments can be sent my way. Uh, We love getting them. We love trying to ask questions that you might find are important or you want some answers to. So please reach out and let us know what you think. Um, But that's it for now. So long, everybody. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.